This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This week, MMWR published reports on congenital syphilis cases in the U.S., COPD trends, and more. Let's take a look at this week's headlines. First, lack of timely testing and inadequate treatment contributed to almost 90% of congenital syphilis cases in the U.S. in 2022. Second, trends in chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD, are stable, but disparities persist by age, sex, education, and rural residents. Third, the first occupational asthma death in a U.S. cannabis production worker has been reported. Finally, Invasive pneumococcal disease was identified among people experiencing homelessness in Colorado. Welcome, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing for the week of November 13th. Syphilis during pregnancy can lead to stillbirth, miscarriage, infant death, and other maternal and infant negative outcomes. These can be prevented through appropriate screening and treatment. In the first report, investigators examined 2022 data to look for missed opportunities for preventing congenital syphilis in the U.S. In 2022, more than 3,700 cases of congenital syphilis were reported to CDC. During 2012 through 2021, congenital syphilis cases in the U.S. increased almost 800%. In 2022, more than 10 times the number of babies were born with syphilis than in 2012. Lack of timely testing and inadequate treatment contributed to almost 90% of reported cases. Testing and treatment gaps were present in most cases across all races, ethnicities, and U.S. Census Bureau regions. Implementing tailored strategies to address missed opportunities could improve the timeliness of testing and appropriateness of treatment for syphilis during pregnancy. Strategies that reduce loss to follow-up and decrease the time between testing and treatment could increase the likelihood of adequate treatment. The World Health Organization recommends several strategies and settings where a delay in diagnosis can lead to loss of follow-up during pregnancy. These include rapid syphilis point-of-care testing, field-delivered treatment, and use of disease intervention specialists trained to prevent and control infectious diseases by providing linkage to care. COPD is a group of lung diseases that includes emphysema and chronic bronchitis. It is a leading cause of death in the U.S., In the second report, data were examined to assess recent trends and differences in COPD among U.S. adults. From 2011 to 2021, COPD remained stable overall and in most subgroups and states. More than 1 in 20 U.S. adults had COPD in 2021. Among those living in rural areas and those who ever smoked, the percentage of COPD diagnoses increased. COPD remains more common among older adults, women, those who live in rural areas, those who have a lower level of education, and those who ever smoked. State and national organizations can use these data along with a COPD National Action Plan 
to guide prevention, early diagnosis, treatment, and management of COPD. Studies involving the cannabis cultivation and production industry have identified multiple respiratory hazards specific to the cannabis plant. These include chemicals, such as pesticides and allergens. In January 2022, an employee working in a Massachusetts cannabis cultivation and processing facility died of a fatal asthma attack. The third report presents findings from the investigation. Investigators found the employee's medical history to be consistent with occupational asthma. Four of ten co-workers with similar job duties also reported respiratory tract or skin symptoms suggestive of occupational allergies. This case illustrates missed opportunities for prevention, including control of workplace exposures, medical surveillance, and treatment according to current asthma guidelines. Inhaling dust found in cannabis production can cause occupational asthma that is severe enough to be fatal. Recommendations for protecting employees include identifying and controlling exposures, training employees and facility managers, correctly using personal protective equipment, and medically managing employees with work-related symptoms. In November 2022, public health officials in Colorado were informed by a single hospital of three cases of invasive pneumococcal disease among people experiencing homelessness. Officials initiated active surveillance at all local hospitals to identify additional cases in people experiencing homelessness. The last report presents what they learned. Twelve people were identified with invasive pneumococcal disease six of whom used housing and social services at the same local shelter. Most had medical risk factors for which routine pneumococcal vaccination is recommended, yet they were never vaccinated. To respond to this outbreak, vaccines were administered to people experiencing homelessness to prevent additional cases in local shelters. Crowding, substance abuse, chronic health conditions, lack of consistent health care, and inconsistent access to routine vaccination place people experiencing homelessness at increased risk for pneumococcal disease. Clinicians serving people experiencing homelessness should regularly screen for risk factors for which pneumococcal vaccination and respiratory virus vaccinations are recommended. All eligible patients should be vaccinated. That's all for this briefing. Thank you for joining us. Our next podcast will be for the week of November 27th. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to MMWR at cdc.gov MMWR to stay up to date on the latest scientific information. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.